Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Uh, I did send some sleepers into Tyler, if we have those. Who'd you have? Um, we've got Cameron Mitchell from Northwestern. Okay. Did you like him? A, did you watch him a little bit? I watched him a bit, yeah. Uh, great. Again, these are guys, two guys I pulled out of the model and that I watched a little bit. Okay. Cameron Mitchell from Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Starling Thomas the fifth. Yeah. From UAB. Really good athlete. Also ran sub 4-4. Productive player. Were you surprised at the fact that somehow he's six foot tall? Yeah. Did, what did, I, did I write anything he on him? He looks tiny. There's a lot of players, like I always use the Tua example, just like Tua feels small on the football field, and I don't love seeing that. Um, yeah, he did feel kind of small. He's got pretty solid production. Good, moves well, flips his hips, everything like – yeah. Take a shot on him. There's a lot to like about him, except all the touchdowns he gives up. And then I did some one-play scouting. Oh. I put Eric Scott from Southern Miss on the sleeper list <laughs> based off of um, two two things. One-play scouting yeah. and the combine projection metric, oh. whatever we decided to put that. So okay. it's kind of two things. And then there's another guy I need to mention too. But um, Eric Scott had a play – where we, uh, at the Shrine Bowl, you watch Zay Flowers. And Zay, I could probably post this video on online. It showed Zay Flowers' awesome change of direction, right? If you were making a, a clip of here's why we want Zay Flowers, mm-hmm. runs this in-cut, and it's like, wow, he stops on a dime. But Eric Scott is the cornerback there, and he breaks up the pass. So on what I thought was one of Zay Flowers' best routes, Eric Scott from Southern Miss breaks it up. And Scott was not on my radar when I watch this. And so then I look him up and I'm like, where's the, where's he fit into the model? Not great. Not good at all from a production standpoint until his workout. And it was a minimal workout, but we, you know, got some, his, you know, jumps were pretty good and everything and he projects well in the model. So a little one play scouting, little combine stuff. And I got Eric Scott as my sleeper. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any others? Um, Other players you liked or didn't like or? Yeah, guys that I would list as sleepers. I think Garrett Williams was interesting, the Syracuse corner. Uh, Tore his ACL, so he doesn't actually have an awful lot of tape last year, but the tape he had is really good. I think he was on his way to a very good season. Um, He's got a – or he had a couple of things that I thought were really good. He was the guy with that cover three replace backside play on the post. There there was a point – this isn't – I love Mike Renner, by the way. I like Renner a lot. We joke about his Tanner McKee stuff. I love Renner's stuff. There was a point in the offseason where Garrett Williams may have been cornerback one, like really early before guys emerged and all that stuff. And, like, I could see it. Again, like I was going to be lower on him anyway. But he's a a fringe top 10 to 15 guy too, depending on how you view it. He's got really good movement skills. Um, The ACL obviously doesn't help him. The fact that he's clearly not that fast I don't think helps him. Like he was struggling to live with guys that run 4-4 flat when they ran with him that's not great but 
he's got a great drive on underneath anything lateral anything underneath he might have the best sort of drive and burst to those of anybody in this class liked him quite a bit um jacorian bennett the other maryland corner i thought was really good split zones really well Tested really well. like him as his own guy i think he's like a sneaky slot corner at the next level maybe that's what he did most of the time at maryland right yeah, yeah. I, another one of those guys that split did a bit of both um plays through receivers really well like even very very late like he's not necessarily always going to get to the ball first but he's going to make it really difficult for you to actually catch the ball and then riley moss from iowa somehow a white guy wearing number 33 is actually a pretty useful cornerback which doesn't feel like it should be possible he's a good player he really is like he can play he's got he's got absurdly good uh like change of direction he can adjust and regather himself on uh, insanely fast, even when it looks like he's completely out of control and flailing. Like, guys will get him turned around. He'll flip his hips. The arms will go out like this, you know, and you're like, that he's toast. And then somehow in, like, a step and a half, he's completely regathered himself, and he's now got to, like, make up, you know, half a step of separation to get back in phase. That was really impressive. Obviously, as a walking cliche, he comes up and sticks his nose in and tackles really well, you know. But, I mean, we're going back to Jason Seahorn, right, as the last guy to legitimately play cornerback in the NFL for any period of time as a white corner. This might be the guy to break that run. Moss is going to do it. He's a good player. I, I, like, I like Riley Moss. I don't, I, mean, I don't love everything. He, he feels like the guy who wasn't just at the catch point and lost all the time, like the ball just somehow got through over and over and over again against Moss. Um, but not enough that it killed him. My model likes him. Production was solid. The The workouts, as you mentioned, I think everything was good. He plays that um, like Bama Sherman style, like butt to the sideline, yeah. off coverage and all that stuff. So he's got um, – he's a unique player, Riley Moss. I like him. I think he's uh, – I would rank him higher if you ask me maybe tomorrow, right? I mean, the, because we re-rank, you know, changing my eight through 15. So he's, Moss, there's a world where Moss makes my top 15. One thing that I noticed on his tape that I think is probably explaining what you were saying in terms of the ball getting through sometimes, um, I don't know if this is a, it is a skill. I don't know if it's also massively luck driven, but he was beaten a lot on plays where there's a point during the route you know, when you're in man coverage and then you have to transition to, all right, I know what he's running now. I've got contact on the receiver and now I've got to transition to look for the ball, find the ball, make a play on the ball. If you time that just wrong, right, you end up looking for the ball right as it's arriving and you end up basically taking yourself out of position right at the worst possible time. Yeah. Like it's literally the worst thing you can do if you time it wrong because if you just stay looking at the receiver – you could make a play on the ball, even if you have no idea when it's arriving. Or if you looked earlier, you'd be able to make a play on the ball as it's getting there. But if you time it wrong, you end up caught in the middle and getting nothing. And there were a load of plays for him where he just times it badly and the ball arrives right as he's turning to look for it and it just sails right over his head. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's like, did he just get really unlucky for a run? and Or is that like a problem? Yeah. Yeah, I think intriguing prospect though, Riley Moss. Um, Tyreek Stevenson from from Miami. A lot of people are much higher on him. Again, my my numbers kind of like him. I don't. I didn't love his tape. It was okay. You didn't like him at all. I don't think he can mirror off the line at all. I think he reaches, gets off balance. He just I kept getting letting receivers get behind him in zone. So we've got problems in man coverage off the line. We've got problems in zone coverage and anything going over your head. 
he felt to me like an athlete rather than a cornerback football player. Like, I just, he's got, who did he remind me of, actually? Like, Keely Ringo. No. <laughs> he's, he's got someone, similar, like, similar shuttle versus 40. Just now that I'm, stuff. like, describing it, I, I realize I've said these words about a corner in the past that I didn't like, and I can't think who it was. But, like, he just, he strikes me as a guy that's more athlete than football player. Yeah, he's um, there was a bunch of guys in this draft class where I only liked them in straight line situations. Yeah, and that was Stevenson, right? Accelerates downhill, straight line speeds, awesome. Again, I, I think I was I had a little soft spot for just physicality at the catch point. Seeing so many guys lose, I think he's I think... physical at the catch point. But again, <laughs> anything lateral, yeah, or zone, yes. Overall, didn't love Stevenson. One of my notes was anything one on one with no variables, he's fine. Anything with multiple threats, disaster. <laughs> yeah, that's about right.